ready. Let's get going. All right. Did you, did you? Oh, my God. That was forceful. <laughs> Watch out. New year, new patty, yo. Ah, 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 <laughs> new mic. New mic. Who dis? Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please, we would love to grow to like 50 listeners in 2024. So please uh, tell a friend to subscribe to us. We're actually really entertaining. Uh, you can also engage with us either on the website at thewatchlistpod.com where you can make your own watch list of stuff that we like or stuff you even want to try. You can engage with us on social media also by going to at symbol pirate Alice, that's her, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, that's me, or at symbol the watch list pod, that's us. And if you just happen to listen on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We are trying to kick the fuck out of Joe Rogan's ass. Yes. Hi, Patty. Hi, how are you? You know what? 34 listeners down, it's nine, ten, hundred million to go. Woohoo! But we're doing good. We're cooking. Yeah. Now, how many years later has this been? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Did we start this before COVID? Yup. Oh my God. So it has to be at least, what, four years? I think so. Something like that. Damn. Damn. Look at us go. Episode 246, hey. people. Yeah. And and I was thinking about this today. We went from a podcast where we were trying to do it like two, three times a week. Yeah, there was a period where we tried a few times a week. And I was like, yeah, no, not doing that. Yeah, yeah, no. But I think once a week is pretty good for people to check in, see what we've watched. Yeah, and... yeah find something new to watch finally, you know. And I have to say, I fucking almost had a panic attack today because we stayed up till... Like one thirty in the morning last night, trying to finish out Ozark. Oh, and we're on season four, episode nine now. And then I went ahead to see if if it is only two more episodes because each other season is ten. Mm -hmm. No, season four is fourteen episodes. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we're like, fuck this. No, yeah, we'll, we'll binge it at some point. <laughs> I've been there. But, where it's oh like, my god, how many episodes is this? I thought it was like five. Oh no, wait, it's eight. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it's 2 a.m. I I can't. I want to know what happens, but I can't. I got to I got I know. I and stop. and Ozark <laughs> Ozark is so good. Even though I had a friend say that she and her uh boyfriend stopped watching it because it was just too dark. There's no likable character on the show. Hmm. And and I have said that before as well. I and I understand that completely because I have said that I don't like shows because they're too not redeemable and all that. I just want to see where the fuck this goes because it is a wild, trippy, I will never move to the Ozark kind of show. <laughs> because the shit that goes down there. I have been I mean, to the wow. Ozarks. I've been there. Have you? Yeah. Uh, my oh, family story time. My aunt and uncle moved down there and then my grandma moved down there with them. And then mm -hmm. after my aunt died, she was more or less taking care of my grandma the whole time. And my uncle was just too too old to to live down there by himself with my grandma. So they we my dad and I and my sister and my cousin, we all had to go down to Mountain Home, Arkansas to pick up 
my grandma and my uncle and bring them back up here to Chicago. Wow. So we drove. So is it as? It's. Is it as pretty as? It is as beautiful. It looks. It is beautiful. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Um, yeah. Wow. I mean, we didn't stay well, long, so I don't really talk to any locals or nothing. But right, it's beautiful. I area. I just. I, it looks it. I mean, they had to have obviously filmed there, but now they are in what is supposed to pass for Chicago, and and, and it is totally not. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. they do these establishing shots of the skyline, like these beautiful Stock drone footage. shots of of the river, right, yeah. and, and it looks great. And then they go to this building, and I'm thinking, where the fuck is this building? And then they put up a sign in whatever city this is that says South State Street. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't fucking South State <laughs> right. Street. Yeah. And when the fuck did we get a when did we get a fucking cable car? <laughs> and there was an episode where there's a cable car. And Laura's turning to me like, Well, you don't know. You haven't been there in almost twenty years. There are no cable I'm cars like, in Chicago. There are no cable cars in Chicago. Maybe there used to it, be. Yeah, though. maybe back in like the thirties, forties, fifties. But yeah, there, there used to be. Used to be. But no, no, no th- there is no there. modern cable car system <laughs> in, in the city of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, no. You don't know. And then you the intersection. You don't, you you don't know. You. you haven't been there in 20 years. I'm like, look, I know my damn home now. Yeah. That's uh, funny she even tried that. Within the past 20 years, Chicago put in an entire cable car system. An entire cable car network. A whole network in the city of Chicago. It's true. Ozark showed it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then what else? And, and then they, then they. I love when writers throw in, "Oh, we could go to Portillo's." Like, all right, that's somebody who ate at Portillo's once and decided to throw it into a show. Yeah, someone who went through, you know, tourist land of Chicago. Right, right, right. Even though I love Portillo's, oh, yeah. it's where I tell love people their to portillos. go. Chicago and oh yes, I love portillos. me my Portillo's. But, oh my god, I, mean, I, I, I. That's like just throwing in some random deep dish pizza, you know. Right. Or have Although someone in the that's background I, yelling, no ketchup on a hot dog. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I appreciate shows like The Bear. Yes, because that's like real. And that's actually that's filmed real. in Chicago. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when they mentioned Pequods in that. Oh, yeah. That's how you know somebody has actually been there. and in, The writer and... is local. He is friends yeah, with yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who owned a Mr. Mr. Beef. Really, and the whole sandwich shop was, you know, based on Mr. Beef. Mr. Beef. Yeah. Uh, I read a. I read an article where... about it. So about you know, because I want to know where is this filmed. So I googled it and looked it all up and found out. Oh, the guy who writes the show is from Chicago, and this is a real thing. I'm like, yeah, that's why it feels so and I, authentic. And it feels so authentic, and I and I have had a Mr. Beef beef. Mm-hmm. You know, because Jay Leno went there, and I was like, all right, I'll try the Jay Leno Mr. Beef. And I thought, okay, it's a good beef sandwich. Yeah. But Portillo's has a great beef sandwich. Yeah. They have great hot dogs. I love me my Portillo's. I love their chocolate so you... cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and then the God. lemon cake that they get in the summertime-ishness. It's oh, stupid. that is amazing. People, if you ever go to Chicago, go to Portillo's. And it is on Chicago Avenue. Oh, they're all over the place. Is, in the is suburbs, it, No, too. wait. Or is it on Ontario? It's on Ontario. It's on Ontario. And it's downtown. It's maybe two blocks off of Michigan Avenue. 
on Ontario. And all you have to do is just walk toward the water tower, get to Ontario, make a left. Great food. And then you're a stone's throw from a lot of Chicago pizza. And all the other just FYI. stuff, touristy land stuff. But on all the touristy all, stuff. There are many Portillos around Chicago land area. Yes, in the there suburbs are. And stuff. Yeah. But if people but if people just happen to stay downtown, that's why I say, okay, or here, visit, go to yeah, this particular visit one. the magnificent right, exactly. mile because you know, yeah. That's where people go. Because that yeah, and it's what you see on TV. But they are passing off this whatever city this is, San Francisco okay. or some shit, with a cable Somewhere car. Somewhere in Canada, probably. As, as Chicago. Yeah. Like, okay, uh, so whatever. speaking of Portillo's and chocolate cake, Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian. Okay, yeah. He has a whole thing about having come to Chicago and gone to Portillo's and having gotten the chocolate cake shake because someone told him to do it. Oh, really? You got to look that up. Gabriel Iglesias... Chocolate cake. I cake will look it up. Or tortillos. It is. So, I'm like, dude. Yeah. I will. I yeah. will look that up because it's totally it's some funny. delicious shit. Okay. Um. Ooh, I have. Okay. Oh god. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> Fuck that. All right. <laughs> Moving. I have gotten. I got two things this week. I got three. One of which is a complete throwaway, light, geeky thing, and I will fully admit that most people will probably fast-forward through that part of our podcast. <laughs> okay. But I have one sure Oscar contender. Oh. I, I don't think I have any Oscar contenders, because, yeah, right. no. Then why don't you start? Mine are all series. Okay. All right. So the first show that I have, I found on Amazon Prime. All right. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Do me a favor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is your microphone on? Yeah. I see the little VU meter. Do you not hear me? It sounds like I'm hearing you through the speaker in the computer. God damn it. So this whole time I've been talking through my computer speaker. Wow, now instantly you sound way better. Well, you know, microphone had problems, so I'm on the Jabra headset for work. Um, so I'm going to sound like this for now. <laughs> yeah, you sound way better now. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not hearing the whir of the computer or the background noise of the room or you know, the dog snoring over there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear everything with that with the laptop microphone. Oh my gosh. Oh, right. So So where did we where did we leave off? We I have two things. You have two, I have three. I was starting with Death's Game. It's on Amazon. And there are uh, as of Friday, January fifth. The final four episodes dropped on Amazon Prime. So you got all eight episodes now to watch. And it's about a guy who is totally down on his luck. He hasn't been able to find a job since graduating college. Um, the job interview that he had while he was still, like when he was in his last semester of college. So as he was on his way to the interview, some dude runs in front of him out into the street, gets hit by a car, flies like he is hit so hard he flies back onto the sidewalk right in front of our guy and he's bleeding out dying and dies in front of him so he has trouble focusing on that interview as you would as you would uh, apparently he doesn't mention that to the interviewers and so he he totally fails that interview and that was the downfall to now when he has um lost all of his money from a scam investment he broke up with his girlfriend. He has just 
failed yet another job interview. And he gets back to his place and finds out all of his stuff is out on the outside getting rained on in this pouring rain because he's been evicted for not paying his, being able to pay his rent. Poor guy. So he Poor decides guy. to jump off the roof of a building, which I'm still wondering, how did he get to the roof of that building? I mean, most office buildings have security and stuff. He can't just get to the roof, but whatever. I accept it. He's on the roof and the roof? he's... The roof, the roof is on fire. Okay, no, sorry. it is not. The roof is a helipad, apparently, because you can see that uh. on the ground. But anyway, he, he jumps off the roof to kill himself, and he's written this uh, suicide note, and Death is not pleased with how this suicide note he wrote has insulted Death. So Death decides he's going to be punished, this guy. He has to die 12 times. His soul is going to be placed into 12 different people. If he can manage to survive any of these 12 deaths, then he can live out his life in that particular person. But the first guy he gets ported into is on an airplane, like a, a private jet. He is like uber rich on a private jet, but the engine catches on fire and it, the whole plane crashes. And he's like, how is that fair? How could I survive a plane crash? And death is like, that's for you to figure out. This is punishment. This isn't meant to be like a second chance at life. So that is the whole premise of this show. It is really quite interesting to watch. It's very okay. interesting because the different people he goes into, eventually by episode four, you realize these people are intermixing in some way related to each other. Like they cross paths throughout the whole, these four episodes that you, and you weren't, might, I wasn't expecting that. So it's quite interesting, honestly. And I'm really interested. So it's a show. cross kind of between like Meet Joe Black and uh, Quantum Leap. Kind of like that, yes. And kind it's of. on Amazon okay. Prime. There are eight total episodes now. Each episode's about an hour long, I want to say. And yes, this is a Korean drama. So it's all no. subtitled. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, based, and, and, <laughs> it's based on a webtoon. And, so. and and the only reason I kind of sniff that out uh -huh. is only because I don't think America would do that kind of shit. Oh, we did and if so, it would be a comedy. Leap. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, okay. yeah. They wouldn't be so dark with, with you know, his, yeah. No, they wouldn't be quite as dark Right. As I, I think they would, you know, I remember the 90s movie uh, Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser. The remake of the movie, and he was in it with, um, yeah, uh, what's her face? Yeah, from that Austin woman. Powers, yeah, yeah, you know I who know I'm who talking, you're talking about. about. I, but yeah, it would seem more right. farcical if America did it, yeah. No, this is very, it's kind of serious. Death is played by a woman, and she's like kind of gothy in her look and the way she's dressed. And okay, for 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 death, the personification of death. Death shoots him in the head to send him back to the next person. So he, she kills him there in that death between worlds reality to make him wake up because that's the start of life for her. She's death. And I thought that was an interesting way to go about it. Hmm. Well, okay. And it's on Amazon Prime? Yes, it is on Amazon Prime. It is called Death's Game. Okay. And I highly recommend you watch it because it's, it's really good so far in these first four episodes. I am going to start my review uh -huh. of the first thing that I have mm -hmm. by saying that 
probably most of my friends are going to skip these next three minutes <laughs> because it is geeky. It is about Star Trek. Oh. And, and, and it's really like nostalgic Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I have is called The Center Seat, 55 Years of Star Trek. So, yes, friends, you can kind of fast forward now because I'm going to talk for the next few minutes about Star Trek. Um, I found this show because, obviously, I'm looking for other lighter stuff to review and because I had the one big heavy thing this week, which knocked me on my ass, and I'll get to that later. And it knocked me on my ass in a good way. Knocked me on me ass in a good way. And so I found this, and it's Star Trekky. Each episode is about 48 minutes long because it looks like it was made for airing with commercials. But it's a docu-series that has 11 or so episodes. And it ran from 2021 to 2022, so fairly recent. However, there are a few people that they interview who are dead now. Oh, um, Where did you find this again? It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. So while you're tooling around watching Death's Game, if you want to break in between episodes, you can watch Center Seed. And each episode deals with a different part of how Star Trek came to be, how the movies were were done, the TV series and all that. And I watched four episodes of it. And the most intriguing one is the first episode. And not just that Desi Lu Productions actually produced Star Trek, but that Lucille Ball herself selected Star Trek to be produced. Really? I did yeah. not know that. Well, she and Desi Arnaz ran Desi Lu Studios. Yeah, that's how it got the name. Yes, that I know. But she, but she herself selected Star Trek. Cool. And I was like, all right, I'm hooked now. You know, and, and it's just stupid shit like that. It is totally a show you can have on in the background. It is totally for people who are into Star Trek and and everything Star Trek. But what I liked about it, and some of, and some of these things are things that if you are into docuseries about your favorite sci-fi shit, a lot of it is not new territory. But it was fun to be that nostalgic. Is it only the original series, or does it cover no. into next? All it the covers others? into the movies. Oh. Every iteration of Star Trek. Cool. Okay. So it starts off with the original series. It dabbles in the animated series that launches into the movie. What would have been Star Trek Two, and oh. just the story. It's the inter the interstitial stories that get to me. Like there's okay. this one actor in the first movie who is supposed to. Sp- to play a Vulcan in the second, in the first movie. And then they said, well, we can't have a Vulcan in Star Trek without Spock. Okay. So they got Leonard Nimoy back, but there was this whole thing with merchandising his image. And, and see, that's another thing too. Way back when, before Hollywood started reckoning with using images without the actor's permission, mm. which was a whole lawsuit that Happy Days did actually as really? well. Oh. Was it the Fonz? No. Really? Henry Winkler got a cut of his shit. Oh. 
But we're talking like Mrs. Cunningham. Oh, they didn't get a cut. Joni, all of those guys, Potsy. Yeah. None of those guys got cuts of everything. And they were on everything from lunchboxes, posters, the whole bit. Yeah. Anyway, look that up. It's it's fascinating. But anyway, Leonard Nimoy's image was used on breakfast cereal and mugs and all that shit. So he had a problem with the image that Spock was being made into and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Okay. Geeky sci-fi shit that you should watch this to find out about. Neat. It ends up being, and I only watched up to the making of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Okay. So that's my jam. You yeah, know, I might end too. it after I watch stuff about the next generation mm-hmm. and or Deep Space Nine, because then after that I started falling away from Star Trek until you got to... The new movies with Chris Pine and and Zachary okay. Quinto and all that stuff, but it's fascinating. If you're into Star Trek, absolutely watch it. If, if you're not you're, into Star Trek, you're going to avoid this like the plague. Yeah. If you're not into Star Trek, but you watch it, could it get you into Star Trek? Probably. Okay. Probably, but you definitely need to have a foot in sci-fi, though. Okay. Because if you're not into sci-fi. Yeah, if you're not into sci-fi at all, you probably wouldn't even think about watching it. Right, and and you would be hard-pressed to find anybody who is into sci-fi who has not seen at least an episode of the original series. Correct. But even that story was fun about how syndication happened to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard about the individual stories about... Oh, interesting. Because they go into how it was syndicated, oh, and and it was just it was just kind of neat, and and so it fleshed out a lot of details and all that. But it's called the Center Seat: Fifty Five Years of Star Trek, and it is on Amazon Prime. It's I I think it's groovy, but it's very light, very geeky, and now my friends can come back and listen again. Okay, cool. All right. So my next thing is. On it's officially on Disney Plus, but through Hulu you could watch the very first episode. It is Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Ah, the new Percy Jackson. Well, the book series is like six episode, uh, six books, fantasy novels. I don't know how many episodes there are going to be on the series, but twelve-year-old uh, modern demigod Percy Jackson is coming to terms with his newfound des- divine powers. And he's sent in this first episode to camp somewhere in upstate New York um, because (laughs) his powers have started fluctuating. Um, His mom is human, his dad is not, and blah, 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 Greek gods, yada, yada. Uh, This was kind of fun. This first episode was fun, and it has me kind of debating, do I go back to Disney Plus? and get like a Hulu Disney Plus bundle to watch this cuz Doctor Who the new Who is all available on Disney Plus now. Oh that, fuck me, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, that I have we have not talked about because I canceled Disney Plus just as the new Who came out. Well, and so I I've was been this trying close to avoid all the Who talk everywhere. And I if I had had time this week, I would have canceled Disney Plus this week. Oh. And now you just reminded me, fuck. Yeah, I know. So I got to check what the whole Hulu Disney Plus bundle costs are. And yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I do like Hulu. I'm going to keep Hulu. There's 
I love Hulu. I'm going to keep Hulu as well. But I was yeah. this close. As a matter of fact, if if my days hadn't gone awry Thursday and Friday, I was going to get online and cancel mm. Disney Plus. That was going to be my big news for this podcast. Because I was going to wait until there was a plethora of things that I wanted to go back and watch. Yeah. And then subscribe to it for a month or two and then cancel it again. Yeah. Because Star Wars, not only is it on broadcast TV every other week, but I own the movies that I yeah. want to watch over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'm tired of of these series that are coming up with Marvel and all that. Mm. And I was watching Avengers Endgame the other day, and I thought, what a perfect ending. It was great. It was emotional. It was everything that first three or four phases was meant to be. And now it's just so disjointed and a money grab, and, and it's just not... Yeah, there's an ad I keep seeing for some new Marvel series, uh, Echo. Echo, with a girl, and she's throwing things around, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sure she's but... a fabulous actress, but I'm just overloaded and tired, and yeah. Marvel, so... bleh, is my But feeling. I totally forgot about Doctor Who. yeah. The did they actually, n- not just the specials, but do they now have Doctor Who? I, that is, uh, I don't know, because I don't have uh, Disney Plus to look it up and find out. And I don't want right. to Google Doctor Who and get spoilers of any of the stuff. Right, exactly. All right, then I'll investigate then, because if I can find Doctor Who to catch up elsewhere, I'll cancel Disney Plus yeah, this week. Elsewhere, I think the... Um, Lady Doctor series that that season, I think that's on H or Max. Pardon me, it's on Max, and I think some others might be on. I think AMC. No, oh no, I think it's BritBox, the old stuff. Oh, AMC yeah. Plus has some BBC America stuff, so I'm I'm not entirely sure where. It's all over the place. The old Doctor Who is in many places now. The newest stuff, Disney Plus. Got it. Thank you. All right. The next thing that I have is one of the best pictures of the year. Okay. It is Maestro. And it is on Netflix. And it stars Bradley Cooper as Leonard Bernstein. And I'll tell you what. And the the movie goes through major points in his life. And I was talking with a couple of friends of mine, and, and they agree with me. The movie kind of slogs along at, at a couple of points. Mm-hmm. So I had to, and I turned it off because I was like, oh, this this is kind of like not moving fast. But then I changed how I watched it. Oh, okay. I changed from watching the narrative to watching the performances. So instead of watching a story, I wanted the character study. And I will tell you what. If Bradley Cooper does not get nominated for an Oscar and win for this, I would be surprised. His performance, mannerisms, pattern of speech, cadence... uh, just everything is Leonard Bernstein. And I actually went and watched old clips of Leonard Bernstein to see how close he got. Hmm. 
It is, in my opinion, better than Rami Malek doing Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? Well, that's big words there. That that those are some big words there. And Rami Malek won the Oscar mm-hmm. for Freddie Mercury. And this was the movie that had much ado about the fact that Bradley Cooper, who has a large nose to begin with, uh, wore a prosthetic nose to play Bernstein, who is mm-hmm. Jewish and Bradley Cooper is not. But the family has come out and said there that's not an issue. Uh, the uh, Anti-Defamation League has come out and said it's fine. But the reason I bring that up is because and, and Nicole Kidman did this in the hours as well. She wore a prosthetic nose as well. If that helped Bradley Cooper somehow channel Leonard Bernstein, he accomplished it. And Carrie Mulligan in this movie as, as his wife is amazing. And the last third of the movie really belongs to her performance in this. She should get nominated as well. I really like her. She's really good. Yeah, she's she's very good. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the kind of movie that will get nominated for Best Picture. He should get nominated for Best Director, but he will definitely get nominated for Best Actor. And if it's a cross between those two, give it to him for acting. Because Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. is among this new wave of actor in Hollywood that we are living through that is part of a new golden age of actors. And and other people in that category are Mahershala Ali, Margot Robbie. Um, I can't think of anybody else off. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio is probably the first one on that list who are just so good at what they do that you believe them in that character. So if you watch Maestro, which is a little over two hours long, and it feels like it's sometimes like it's three hours long, watch it for the performances and then listen to the music. There is one shot of him performing Leonard Bernstein's mass, and he does it in a cathedral, which was actually done. And it sounded, especially on the surround system, so good that I went back and listened to it again. And if you are blind or low vision, listen to the audio description of it, because it is bar none the best audio description I have ever heard. They selected that person really well. That is Maestro. It is on Netflix, and you will be hearing about it at Oscar time. Okay. That was dramatic, wasn't it? Shit. All right. It was. It was very dramatic. Nice. Wow. My very last thing is also on Netflix. This is called Brother's Son, and it stars Michelle Yeoh, as well as Justin Chen and Sam Song Lee. Oh, wait. I saw the previews for this. Yeah, it's out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Brother's Son is about... The head of the Taiwanese triad, he gets shot and he sends his eldest son, Charles Chairleg son, to Los Angeles. Yes, Chairleg. To Los Angeles to protect his mother and brother who are kind of in hiding there in L.A. 
the brother, Bruce, he's been completely sheltered from the truth of what his family is and that they're members of this triad for his whole well, life, really. And he's a college student, but he's totally into improv and doesn't want to become a doctor like mom wants him to. And the wackiness really ensues. This is totally, it's part like heavy action film and part family comedy drama. Okay. It's a lot of fun to watch. It is very Asian. Um, the whole cast is Asian in some way. There's some Koreans, there's the Chinese or Taiwanese uh, folks, and there's some English, but a lot of subtitled Chinese because the family's from Taiwan, so they're speaking Chinese to each other. And then they go to the Korean mob, so there's a little bit of Korean as well. And it's just a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. It was one of those where there's eight episodes. I'm at episode six. It's like in the middle of the morning. And I'm like, I have to go to bed, but I need to know what happens, how many episodes are left, you know? Oh, two, I got, I just, no, I got to go to bed and watch the last two episodes tomorrow or whatever. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. And that is also on Netflix. This is also on Netflix uh, for like a a mob type of show. The the gangsters get a little touchy-feely that I wasn't, that I don't quite buy. You know, the, the, right. the brother, the older brother, who's like the, the soldier of the family, uh, he really kind of starts um, talking about his feelings a little too much. It's my, that's how I felt. I just felt like they wouldn't get that touchy-feely. I didn't okay. think he would. But, you know, it works-ish. And there's a lot of got to protect the family, just like a, a Fast and Furious, protect the family. It's for the family type of stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they do. But it was fun. Brother's Son on Netflix. Cool beans. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I was going to have some news about me canceling Disney Plus, but that'll have to wait for the next show. I had a little piece of news that I found while watching stuff on Amazon Prime. Okay. There was an ad for upcoming series, and I noticed that Donald Glover is going to be in a series remake of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, yeah. And it drops on February 2nd. I'm sort of interested in checking that out, because I do like it. Well, it's really funny. Yeah, Donald Glover is, is immensely talented, yes. and his fucking Lando Calrissian is <laughs> stupidly good. Not to me, and and I've actually never seen Atlanta, and I want to. Yeah, um, but but yes, Community, and he is he, he is aw- and he is also a, an extremely talented musician as well as Childish Gambino. Totes, totes, um, yeah, totes. You're so hip. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> I'm just I'm like all right, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is not that old, or is it? I think it might be. Honestly, it? I think it might be. Hang on. Shit, 2005. Yeah. Wow, that movie's almost 20 years old already? Uh, yeah. All right, I can't do math anymore because that's is depressing. Hard. Yeah. It's not that it's hard, it's just fucking depressing. <laughs> oh, you're talking about years. I'm like, oh, that's ago. not that old yes. already. And it's, <laughs> and shit, it's 19 years old this year. Damn. There wow. You go. It's old enough to get a series remake. Yeah, I guess. I and I and I guess that's where I falter because 
my perception is, oh, it's not that old. And then, shit, it's a whole generation ago. It sure is, yeah. Oh, well, all right. Well, everybody, <laughs> on that, I think I just felt a gray hair come in. Uh, log on to the watchlistpod.com. Click on the contact us button. Um, how did you start the new year with TV? Did you start a new show? Are you watching Ozark? Because it's getting really fun. <laughs> well, it's anyway, already um, done, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Shut up. Um, uh, uh, anyway, contact us or hit us up on social media at symbol pirate Alice at symbol Bill Ivory Larson at symbol the watchlist pod. And um, yeah, by this time next week, I will have completed Ozark. All right. I'm very excited about that. That's part of why I haven't watched more than two things this week. Cause we've been binging the fuck out of that. Mm-hmm. But damn, damn. <laughs> oh, and then somebody asked me, so when's the next theatrical movie I'm going to see? Oh, okay. I'm like, those and are I, coming out like, all the time? Well, they are coming No, but, but... I mean, but, theatrical movies. When's the next theatrical movie? Well, they're coming out all the time. I'm sorry, that I'm yeah, actually going to go to a theater <laughs> <Yeah>. for. <laughs> yes. And the, and the answer is, I don't know. Hmm. I need to look at the slate and see what's coming out that would make me go, okay, I want to see that in a movie theater. Yeah, same. I have not been to a theater in quite some time. Well, and I'm very picky these days. You know, I like me my recliner seats. Mm-hmm. I like how wide they are for my wide ass. You know, I yep. I, yep. I like ordering my tickets in advance and showing mm-hmm. up like 10 minutes before and knowing I'm going to have that particular yep. seat. I get my seat that I want. Yep, I feel you. Yeah. So... Anyway, well, that's it, folks. I hope you had a good first week of the new year as we start the second week of the new year. Indeed. And I am going to, and this is this is the week that the playoffs begin for football. Oh. So as we record this, you know, games are, we're recording this on Saturday, so there are games today, games tomorrow. And then the playoffs begin. So as this show airs, it's playoff week. And I am going to pray that my Eagles come together somehow. So, Eagles, here is to you. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Okay. Everybody have an awesome week, and we will catch you next time. Indeed. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.